This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Get ready. You're tuned in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea, bringing you the hottest trending topics on social media. Stay connected. Instagram.com slash Lovely Tea 2002. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. All right, so I want to go ahead and talk about this trending topic today. Um, this story became viral late last night, but now it's making mainstream news, okay? So if you guys do not know, a protest took place in St. Louis, Missouri, and basically protesters were going to the mayor's home. They wanted to go to her home. Um, the mayor is Linda Crossan, and they wanted her to resign. So they decided to go to her home. So the reason why they were asking um, the mayor to resign is because um, a bunch of citizens in St. Louis had wrote letters into the mayor's office and they're basically asking her, you know, they're basically telling her how to work the budget and they wanted the police to fund it. So she decided to make a Facebook video and basically read off what these citizens were saying. But not only that, she also proceeded to dox them by basically stating their address, their phone number. It was like the weirdest thing. And then when she got called out, she deleted the video. So that caused a bunch of outrage. I want you guys to go ahead and check this news clip and I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. Well, a now deleted Facebook video from St. Louis Mayor Lida Krusen has thousands calling for her to resign. The mayor gave out the names and home addresses of some St. Louisans who want to defund the police. The mayor says she intended no harm, but some see it as an intimidation tactic. Our Justina Coronel has the latest tonight as this conflict is gaining national attention. Yesterday, she took it to a new level. City of St. Louis Mayor Lida Krusen is facing sharp criticism. We're asking her to resign. During a Facebook Live briefing on Friday, Mayor Krusen was reading letters from residents who wrote in to say how the budget should be spent. These comment cards given to her office came from protesters wanting to defund police. 60 million to go to Health and Human Services and have zero go to the police. She then gave first and last names plus the streets people lived on. Some were exact addresses. Shortly after, the Facebook video was taken down. In a statement, Mayor Krusen says she was answering a routine question and she apologizes saying, while this is public information, she did not intend to cause distress or harm to anyone. I was completely enraged. But for community activist Maxi Glamour, this was taken too far, calling the outing of addresses an intimidation tactic. You know, these, these are my friends. These are people that we are literally risking our lives, our sanity, our health to go out into the street and demand justice. That's why Glamour created a petition for Mayor Krusen to resign. Glamour believes Krusen's actions endangered lives. 20,000 people have signed this in less than 24 hours. Among the list of petitioners, the ACLU and some aldermen. But Krusen's office says she's absolutely not resigning. That person's address is public in a lot of ways. SLU Law Professor John Ammon says these addresses are easy to access, though. If you speak at a public meeting in Jeff City or in St. Louis or anywhere else, a lot of times you do put your name and address. And I think that's a legitimate request for government to ask. It is a price that some people pay.
pay for being outspoken, for being in the public. But Glamour stands by the petition created and demands change. We want change now. Justina Cornell, Five on Your Side. And some say they are not stopping with the petition. They are planning a protest for tomorrow to call for the mayor to step down. There's even talk of a civil lawsuit, but John Ammon tells Justina that that would be difficult because that would require proving intent on the part of the mayor to chill free speech. Where where Linda, the mayor, lives, it's not like it's just like a regular block on the street. It's a negated community. So what happened is that the protesters um, broke down the gates and they came into the gated community. And so there's private sidewalks, private streets, and basically the whole area is private. And so all of a sudden, all you see is all these people in this private area heading towards the mayor's house. And this white couple comes running out. They claim that they're scared for their lives. Um, and everybody's and everybody's calling them Karen and Ken. So that's what's trending right now. Karen looks like she robbed stagecoaches on the weekend, honey. Okay, she got that gun pointed so damn hard and that steel face. She just looks so upset. I mean, the whole situation's insane. The man comes out with an AR-15 assault rifle and they're both ready to put in work. So the videos are very, very disturbing. I'm going to show you guys a few clips. I'm also going to show you guys a video that Andrew Caldwell, because he was one of the protesters there that he shot. So I want you guys to go ahead and watch this, and I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. Uh-oh, he running for something over there. 
St. Louis is crazy, y'all. She's scared now. Okay, so you guys just saw those videos. So like I said, the whole situation is really disturbing. And the name of the homeowners, their names are, the woman is 61-year-old Patricia McCloskey, and the husband is 63-year-old Mark McCloskey, okay? That's their name outside of Ken and Karen. Now, what's even more disturbing is that Donald Trump retweeted this video this morning, and a lot of people are accusing him um, of trying to incite more racial divide. Like yesterday, you retweeted a video where somebody shouted out white power. Now you're retweeting a video of these, you know, of this couple basically pointing guns at peaceful protesters. So people are really upset about this. So right now it's trending all over Twitter. Everybody's talking about it. Now, um, the St. Louis News ended up interviewing him. Mark McCloskey, and he's saying that they basically busted down the gates. Um, this was private property, and I did post the pictures on Instagram showing, you know, where the property line divided and, you know, the gate and all that stuff. And so he was saying that basically him and his wife were eating dinner, and all of a sudden, I guess they heard all this commotion, and they just see tons of people storming into their community. So, of course, their first thought was not to ask, well, what are y'all doing here? But they came outside with guns. You know, if this is not the purge happening in real time, I don't know what is. Y'all go ahead and check this out, and I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. We are now hearing from the man who stood in his front yard pointing a gun as protesters marched through the Central West End. This video right now on your screen getting national attention. You see the man and his wife there in the striped shirt out in their yard with weapons 
as protesters marched by their home, headed to the home of St. Louis Mayor Lyda Krusen to protest. Mark McClowski says the protesters smashed through gates on their street, and this is all private property. He also says that he and his family were threatened. Now, we did check the area this morning. You can see the wrought iron gate is now gone. There is a chain link gate up with a pink ribbon on it. As soon as I said the words private property, it enraged the crowd. There was um, then a horde of people coming through the broken gate. I mean, the gate was broken in pieces. I've, I've uh, sent you the photographs of it. Um, and there were, I don't know how many people, there was a tremendous number of people, all angry, all shouting, all coming towards us. We will have much more on this story for you coming up this afternoon, starting on News 4 at 4 o'clock. All right, you guys, so you guys just saw what they had to say about the situation. So like I said, this is just really eerie to me. As I was looking at some of the memes, it just really creeped me out because they were even making posters where, you know, it's showing, you know, purge election day. And then somebody posted a picture of the male and female characters from the very first purge, you know, and it was just really creepy because the female character has a short blonde bob. And so does the woman holding the gun. Now, I'll say this, like I've been saying from day one, there's a certain energy out here. There's something going on in this world. You know, it's been a few weeks since everything, since the spark was lit with the whole George Floyd situation and the world just literally went into utter chaos. You know, on top of the peaceful protesters, we had the looters and the riots and everything that happened. But that energy has still not dissipated. And the part that's just really creepy with everything that's going on, I just feel like I'm living in like a predictive programming movie. Like I feel like Everything that we've watched, the different TV shows, the things that we've just been indoctrinated into, I feel like everything is playing out before our eyes. And I feel like all of this divisiveness is causing such a huge racial divide, a huge them versus us, rich versus poor, the police versus the people, the people versus the government, black versus white, black versus Mexican. I mean, it's it's crazy, like just all these verses, right? It's like everybody's just beefing. But to just look at this, to look at this couple out there with their guns drawn ready to shoot is just really disturbing especially when you put it right next to the picture of the people on the purge and it's really sad because it seems like that's what's going to happen soon there's all types of rumors being sparked that you know on the 4th of July the police are going to fall back they're not going to be quick to answer any calls because they're tired of the disrespect you know there's all types of rumors like this flying around all over the country so it's like, is this some type of forewarning, some type of foreshadowing, like, of what's to come, you know what I'm saying, this month? You know, the fact that the first thing they thought when they saw a bunch of protesters is to go get their guns because they thought they were being attacked, almost like in the movie. How these rich people are buying all these steel doors and doing things to protect their homes. So that when the purge happens, you know, the poor people couldn't come in and attack them and do things to them. I mean, it's really insane and very, very creepy, you know, how all of this is playing out. Now, I will say this. I don't disagree with somebody trying to protect their home. Um, you know, and if the protesters broke that fence, they were wrong because the fence was there for a reason. They could have protested outside of the community. So I get that. They did destroy, you know, private property. But my thing is, I, while I have no issue with somebody defending their home, it needs to make sense. 
Now, if these people were legit breaking into their home, if they were legit doing something other than just milling about, you know what I'm saying, trying to find out which house was the mayor's house, then I could understand that. I could understand their reaction. But the fact that you just simply see a bunch of people gathering outside your home and your first thought is to run and go grab guns, that's very scary. You know, and it's just too much chaotic shit just going on. And then on top of that, in one of the videos, if you guys don't know, you can see where there's like alcohol in the background. They were having cocktails by the pool. So on top of that, you guys were tipsy and you're carrying around an AR-15 and y'all just had cocktails. That's not cool. You know, so this is just really disturbing that that was like their first thought was to let's go and get a gun. Because obviously they're thinking like we're all thinking this is the purge. They're coming for us. They're coming for our belongings. They're coming to do something to us when that wasn't even the case. So now moving on to Louisville, Kentucky, there's some really disturbing news that came out last night about the Breonna Taylor situation. So if you guys do not know, there was a Black Lives Matter event and people were there, you know, doing a peaceful protest to try and get justice for Breonna Taylor. And a guy who had been marching with the protesters who acted like he was a friend and he was there to support them. Um, he'd been also kind of showing out and disrupting things after a while. So people had been asking him to leave. Well, then the man ends up pulling out a gun. and He just starts shooting indiscriminately. One of those shots ends up injuring a journalist. So this entire situation is really disturbing. I want you guys to go ahead and watch this news clip, and I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. A shooting overnight in Louisville as people gathered to protest the death of Breonna Taylor, who was shot and killed by police in her own home back in March. One person died in the shooting last night, and another was injured. Police spent the night on the scene collecting evidence no arrests yet have been made. Louisville's mayor tweeted, It is a tragedy that this area of peaceful protest is now a crime scene. This entire situation is just really disturbing everything that's going on. So this is what the news article says. They say the shooting victim was identified as Taylor Girth, 27 years old of Louisville. Mr. Girth was a photographer who frequented protests and documented them with his camera for weeks. The accused shooter was identified in citation as Stephen Lopez. He's been charged with murder in the first degree. He also had been a participant in the protest and had repeatedly been asked to leave by other protesters due to his disruptive behavior. Officer said at the news conference on Sunday, Mr. Lopez is in police custody at the hospital. Officer said, so it seems like he was an ongoing problem. And this is why I want people to be very, very careful. Um, when going to these protests, when going to these marches, because technically you don't know who everybody is. You don't know who's friend or foe. You don't know who's there for a genuine cause. You don't know who's really there to to help out and who wants to see change and, or who's just there to be an agent of chaos. So there's a lot of really crazy things going on right now. And people need to be very, very mindful and very, very aware of these situations. So that's why I'm doing this podcast to let everybody know. So you guys, let's go ahead and get the discussion popping. I'll post half of this on YouTube like I always do. You guys can leave comments over there. Let me know what you guys think about this hashtag, Ken and Karen. How do you feel about how everything went down? Um, do you side with them? Do you feel like they were protecting their home? Um, you know, the protesters shouldn't have broke in. 
happened because that's what some people are saying or do you feel like they went too far they went to the extreme and they shouldn't have did all that just because you know these people were in their community they weren't necessarily hurting anything and then last but not least how do you guys feel about the deadly shooting that happened at the Breonna Taylor protest site last night so once again thank you for tuning in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl Lovely T and I'll catch you on the next podcast Deuces. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.